0: this thing surgically right away. It's a primary cancer. That's the good news. Then, provided all goes well, you may also have treatment. That will be up to Mel. Ultimately, you would wait for a graft. They do become available. But he also said that Dr. Steele thought the odds for this sort of operation weren't good. Have you or Dr. Klein or Dr. Steele changed your minds? No, the growth is large, and it may have spread... Dave Steele can't be sure until he opens you up. And if it has spread, he'll sew you up and we'll do our best to keep you comfortable. In the hospital? At first, and probably at the end as well. Hurley's face remained cheerful. I think I'll pass. Can you make a guess about how long I have if I do nothing? I'd also like to know how bad it's going to be. It all depends on what is really going on inside you. If the problem is still local, but you have no treatment, not even radiation, to shrink the growth, perhaps half a year, perhaps less. Of that time, the next couple of months should be only annoying, no worse than that. You'll become more tired and more anemic, and you'll lose weight. Later you'll be in the war zone, especially if other organs are colonized. Every day this will become a stronger possibility. But even without surgery, x-rays, and chemo could buy you time. You'd want to talk to Mel about that. Of course, if there is already general involvement, all bets are off. These things don't run on time like Mussolini's trains. (laughs) Heh, heh. You know that. But surely you will arrange matters so that I don't make it into the war zone, as you put it. I count on that. If you mean to suggest that I'll kill you... I can tell you right now I won't. I am here to treat patients. Of course, it's your right to refuse treatment. You will get all the medication you need for pain, but don't kid yourself. There comes a point at which medication can't do the job. Is that any worse than what will happen if I have the operation and the treatment? There is a chance that the growth hasn't spread and can be taken out. Then, with treatment and luck, you could lead a normal life, especially if you get a graft. Otherwise, you're right. The outcome will be much the same. Except that I will have had the operation and the treatment and everything that comes with it. I think I'll leave matters as they are. If you could just prescribe whatever you think works best to give me a boost—vitamins, wild ginseng, tonics—I imagine that's possible.' Hurley scribbled busily. "'Here,' he said, "'these may do some good, "'and certainly won't do any harm.' "'Then he gave Mistler "'the manly but affectionate look "'he normally reserved "'for telling him to cut down "'on red wine and shellfish "'if he didn't want another gout attack, "'and, of course, on cigars, "'and continued, "'You shouldn't take that sort of decision "'before you talk it through "'with Clara and Sam. "'If you make the effort to fight "'and bring them into it, "'they will find it easier "'to accept the outcome.' It is extremely hard to watch a husband and father pass away, especially when it might be much sooner than necessary, because he has decided to die without letting his doctors treat him. But it is not me making the decision to die this way, and at this time—in fact, quite a bit sooner than I expected. His Majesty Mistler's body made that choice. I am only deciding how I will spend the next few months. If I can help it, it won't be on hospital gurneys attached to machines that make noises like something out of a science fiction film. I don't believe Clara or Sam would like that either. You'd be astonished. The whole world loves a fighter, your family included. I've done my share of fighting, Bill, believe me. Maybe that's why I'm so sure that now is the time to surrender unconditionally. You did promise you would bring Clara in. Missler took note of Hurley's increasing annoyance. "'And so I will. Just give me a little time. Let her have a couple of carefree weeks. There's nothing to participate in, after all, not right away.' After that, he managed a nice smile and shook Hurley's hand. Six o'clock already.' His driver, who was waiting on 71st Street, saw him, got out of the car, and stood by the door. Thanks, Vince. I'm not returning to the office, and I'll walk home. Please call Miss Tuck and tell her not to wait for me, and would you pick me up at the apartment at eight? I'll be going out to dinner. Spring had snuck up on Mistler, the day suddenly so long that he looked at his watch again in disbelief.